Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rodeo Time, the podcast. We are in the studio. We've got the uh, construction noise figured out. Uh, we're dialing it in. This is episode like 103, 4, 5, something like that. We've got in the house a world champion, Mr. Cody Emerson, bullfighter. So I think we've only ever had, is it Webb is the only other bullfighter? As far as I know. Yeah, I think it's just Webb. You and Webb are the only ones. Yeah. You know why? No, well, uh, Rump. We did one with Rump. Rump's no world champion bullfighter. That's true. One. Yeah, he ain't no world champion. <laughs> the only reason you only the only reason you had Cody's in here because it's super puncher name because that's how many's in your phone. Exactly. Yes. That's why only Cody world champion bullfighters have showed up here. That's exactly right. Yes, uh, Cody is a super puncher name. Yeah. That's for sure, and it's a rodeo name. I was recently on the Yee Yee podcast, <laughs> Yee Yee Apparel, and Hayden Adcock had a bunch of questions for me, and uh, one of them was, what, what's up with Cody as uh, such a cowboy name? And I was like, I don't know, but there's a lot of them, and so we had one of the interns count the number of Cody's in my phone while we were on the podcast, and it was 38. Bingo. 38 Cody's in my phone. Now, granted, I've had a contact list going for a while, but regardless, that's a bunch. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a bunch. And then there's the Cody's that, that's only the ones spelled with a C-O-D-Y. That's right. Probably three or four that were K-O-D-Y. So I didn't even think about that. Anyhow, we've got one of the one of the Cowboy World Champion Cody's here in the house. <laughs> we're going to get the full story. Um, great lessons on how to get started rodeoing. How to get started, specifically bullfighting. But there's some there's some crossover. So um, we'd like to thank you for watching, listening. Please check out DaleBrisby.com, American Hats, Can-Am side-by-side, Rock and Roll Denim, and Total Feed. You got any sponsors? Yes. WW Livestock. Well, Lit Dale, yeah. Listen Echo Feed, which is kind of local around uh, yeah. Marble Falls and stuff. Yep. And Wrangler. I'm a Wrangler man. Okay. And... American hats also. There you go. We got that one. Only in common. Best. American <laughs> hats. <laughs> yeah. Just talking to somebody with a different hat. <laughs> I used to wear a hat like that. Then my mom got a job. <laughs> Anybody catch uh, that movie reference? Um, now on to the podcast. Then y'all get a software where it lines up the audio and I don't have to clap anymore. Apparently, um, Final Cut's had it the whole time. You can just line clips up. <laughs> That's par <laughs> for the course. <laughs> you never had to do that. Yeah, so we're just like pretty cavemanish with our <laughs> editing yeah. and the way we do things. I'm pretty sure, too, like most guys that have a podcast like run like a power cord to their cameras. Yep. We should figure that out. Yeah. That way we don't have to use batteries. They'll they die. You just risk it on the battery on how long it's gonna be over yeah. here, right? The podcast thing, it's yeah. so this is like one oh two, but like it's taken like a hundred for us to get it down. <laughs> cause the first few because we got some people that it's like nine people that are interested in listening to it. But uh <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that have been, 
But like them first My mom, few, your mom. Right, yeah. <laughs> Eight of them are family, and then there's that one fan. Uh, but no, the first few were just the audio was kind of weird, and like I had this, it would kind of click. I don't know. But anyhow, there's been a couple times, too, we have great, we have great equipment, but either I didn't hit record or it just stopped recording. <laughs> or the battery died. It was, there was one where Derek Kobaba, Chase Outlaw came. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we did have the camera audio. It just sounded like we were in a bathroom talking. <laughs> then the other one was uh, William Clark Green came in. First two minutes were recorded on that. Anyway, it was uh, <laughs> it's been a learning experience. Nice. But we're rocking and rolling now. Um, then, yeah, last week, total feeds, the, um, Dalen Swearingen, you yeah. know, just won the world, and uh, we have a common sponsor, Total Feed, so brought him on, and everything was great. And I was like, man, it was a great podcast. He was telling his story growing up, and they, we were supposed to start construction on this add-on back here months ago, and they started the day, <laughs> nay, the hour that Dalen <laughs> started talking, and it was on that wall. Oh, nice. <laughs> so he's like, they're like hammering. <laughs> anyway. But this one's gonna be good. I can feel it. Bingo. Where are you coming? Where are you coming home from? Uh, we just got left Ponca City for three days up there at the one hundred and one. Oh, Ponca City. Yeah, it's growing, dude. It's got getting pretty big. They're pretty. Dang. Serious. They're pretty serious about growing the rodeo. I too, did not so. realize that that's where you were. Yep. Man, do they have rump? Uh, yeah, they, they do. Yeah. Yeah, and they got a uh, whole VIP rump. VIP zone yeah. and tent and all kinds of stuff now. Yeah, yeah, that's his hometown. Yeah, it was sold out like all Friday and Saturday for sure, and then Thursday was kind of like a usual Saturday night. So they're pretty pumped, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, and it was dry all three days, so it's awesome. I haven't been there in a long time. That was one of the rodeos that I don't know made me feel like I was a bareback. I can't remember the horse I got on, but. Um, Anyhow, I went up there by myself. That's a long drive <laughs> yeah. from here to there. Yeah, five hours. Yeah, especially <laughs> into Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, there wasn't anything once we passed. You got to pay extra for the roads that suck worse. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Who fought it with you? Uh, Nathan Harp. Yeah, Bob. Yep. Y'all been knowing each other a long time, huh? Me and Harp have known each other a long time, yeah. Yeah. Since the old freestyle days, I guess, knowing each other at Ada and stuff. Right. Or more, yeah. Well, I mean, 10 plus years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 10 yeah. years. My, how long has it been? It's been 10 years <laughs> since I won the world at Ardmore. Dang. <laughs> yeah. It does not feel like it's been that long. <laughs> old news. <laughs> Man. Yeah, yeah but that crazy, buckle don't huh? get old. No, it's still shiny. That, bucky, yeah. that buckle don't get old. Right. Still got that light on it in the yeah. trophy case. Still got, still got that gold in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'd wear it. Once, I'd, if you wear it every now and then? Yeah, wears it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. we go to Vegas, she's like, uh, I think I'll take this one with your name on it. Like, yeah, yeah, you can wear that one. Yeah. <laughs> you you used to wear it a little. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I wore it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> then I got Salinas buckles, so I wear it. You've won that a couple times, though, right? I just won Salinas once. And oh. Ardmore once. Huh. That yeah. Salinas buckle is, it's, I mean, like, if you had to pick three or four, yeah, oh yeah, the world champ 
and then the Salinas one is one of those three yeah, or four. Yeah, for sure. Such a cool buckle. <laughs> like never tarnishes or anything. It's yeah. always just as shiny as you ever see it. Like I've seen the Sparks boys wear their uh-huh. Salinas buckles. Looks exactly the same as when they got it prior. Dang. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. Um, I would probably put Pendleton. Yeah, for I think me, so for too. me in the top three. Yeah. After the a lot of people say Cheyenne, which I understand, and I get that argument. For me, that one would be it's a close. I don't know, third and fourth would be close, but I just really like that bucking horse. Oh yeah, on Pendleton. You know, on the Pendleton yeah. buckle, is it? Isn't it a few of them lined up? Bucking horse three on of the them. on. I think it's three. Is it mm. three of them on the buckle yeah. on the Pendleton buckle? And then Cheyenne, it's like five horseshoes. Yeah. Sarah's got two of those. Yeah. Or her grandpa, I guess. His old steer roper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the only place I've ever seen that done. At Cheyenne? Yeah, steer roping. They had a big one at Punk City, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. During the de- in the slack or during uh, the perf? No, not during the perf. In the, while the parade's going on morning, yeah. in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good time to have steer roping. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, backing up even further than that, like what's like the – tell us the Cody Emerson bullfighting story. <laughs> and so It's going to shock you, actually. Because we we had – we get a lot of guys interested in that. Yeah. I get a lot of people – like, I mean, if for those of you that listen to our former podcast, I'm, I'm going to say this back-to-back podcast, but – you know, we get I get a lot of DMs on how to get started ranching, how to get started yeah. rodeoing. So I think it's it's neat when our listeners get to hear the stories of just how somebody got started. Mine'll go right into that then because like backing up before bullfighting, uh I was pretty pretty good uh team roper, calf roper. So like I went really to, I went to the high school finals two times and placed at the high school finals in the calf roping and uh almost placed in the team rope in the same my senior year. And then literally, like, once you get out of high school, you're like, you know, what What are we really going to do now? Like, I went to college and everything, you know, and uh, I was literally flipping in through some rodeo magazine, and boom, small, not full-page, small Frank Newsom bullfighting school ad. And, you know, like, I've been... What year is this? 07. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'd been, like... I've watched the bullfighters and everything when they come to, like, I watched the bull riding, you know, but, like, I wasn't really watching the bull riding. I'm like, I'm watching the clowns and stuff. So, like, yeah. I, I'm like, Mom, I think I want to go to bullfighting school. I'm like, what the heck? You're not even on that end of the arena. You know, I'm full-time roper, yeah. team roper, nothing, no rough stock in my family anywhere. So, I was like, they're like, all right. Well, like, my dad took me down there, and he's an old roper, no background to, his, they probably all thought it was crazy, you know? So, like, yeah. we got down there. Uh, Frank, like, just kind of took me in like he does everybody, you know, and just yeah. tries to make the best of what you got, you know, I guess. And, like, we worked the dummy that morning and got started at, like, any school is, you know. And I think going to a bullfighting school before you ever do it at all is a very huge key because – like, I didn't have any bad habits when I got there, and I just soaked up all the knowledge of, like, what to do. So were you out of high school? Yeah, it was my first semester of college when okay. I went there. Yeah, so you're yeah. 18. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're athletic enough to get around them. You're, oh, yeah. You're yeah. an adult. Yeah. You're, 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 you're a big kid. Oh, yeah. Um, was there anybody else at that school uh, that you know of that 
Oh, well, like Webster was there helping him. He was like 13. He's a little bitty kid standing in the background in a few of my pictures, which is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, Stephen Bruner from Florida, uh -huh. Uh -huh. he was at the same school. And, like, looking back five or six years later, we're like, uh, did you go to yep. Did you go yep. to uh, Fort Worth when it iced over in Thanksgiving? I'm like, yeah. And it's pretty cool to see that now, you know, to see who came out of there the same time you did. That's, uh, yeah, that same thing happened to me and Jacobs and Aaron Lyde. Oh, yeah. We went to our first, uh, we got on, we all three got on Bronx for the first time and then took like, you know, didn't see him for like five, six years later. Yeah. Um, so the school was in Fort Worth? Mm hmm. Right there at the Texas, maybe Youth Bull Riders, like right behind the Wendy Ryan. You know what I'm talking about? Arena? No. It's like on Blue Mound Exit or something. There's a little bit. I know that exit. I remember seeing that exit, but I don't know the arena. I think it's Texas Youth Bull Riders or something. But it just it was, covered pins. Yeah, that's it. Just so y'all are cold. <laughs> Very cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what was what was that school like? What was Frank like with a beginner? Uh, man, he was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Like, he did the dummy stuff, and like I like figured that out pretty fast, you know. And he's like, "All right, Cody, you're up first. I'm like what and he's like yeah you're up i'm like okay and he's like are you ready i was like i don't know am i like you're teaching yeah. me I, i've never done this before you know right. and uh he's like yeah you're ready he turned this little yearling just a bucking bull out for me i guess and he's just making laps around the pen you know like i'm wanting to fight something and he literally came and took me by the arm like just like stand in the middle and just let him sit over there in the corner and then told me to walk to him and that's the first one I ever fought, and, like, I'll never forget it. Did you get around him? Well, yeah, I got around him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what got and, you hooked. And it, uh, no pun intended. Uh, so we are supposed to just be making rounds, and, like, first bull I did, popped a step through on. He's like, hey, that was real good, but don't do that anymore. Like, what I do? He's like, you popped step through right there on that one. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know what step through was yet or anything. <laughs> I was like, all right. It felt awesome, so... <laughs> You, you just kind of did it on accident? I guess just the way it felt, or I don't yeah. know. I just like, got around him, squared up, and he just kind of popped on around. And I was standing there. He was like, real good, but just rounds, no step through. So, yeah, yeah, he keeps, well, it, he keeps it real simple as a beginner. So I think He didn't want you to get, try to get too fancy too no, early. Uh -uh, no, no. Yeah. Um, the reason I asked, like, about Frank is because, like, you know, like, he's obviously old school. Oh, yeah. Dirty, tough. Very. And, like, has fought with other dirty, tough, old school <laughs> guys, you know. And yeah. so, but he's also super kind. Very. And yeah. knowledgeable. So, I'm just curious what that was like. Like, you know, because he's probably not going to sugarcoat anything. No, he, and he's very good, at, I'd say, like, encouraging you, building you up, you know. Like, you got it. You can do it. And uh, he's real good at that, too. Like, you know. And I think uh, Webb's kind of took that on from him, I guess, helping him from the schools because, like, I just got heard and then I came back and I went over to Webb's just kind of, like, get around some more stuff. And he, he kind of, you know, like, pumped me up and built me up to, like, I still got it, you know, and stuff. Yeah. So I think he's took that from learning from Frank, helping with all those schools and, too, you know. Was Webb pretty handy at that time, <laughs> even at 13? <laughs> he, <laughs> he, uh, he was – pretty rank as a little it was yeah. like a little bitty kid you know just running right. around it's like i remember him getting smoked once right in the chest though when we were yeah. down there and we all had to go save him but yeah so he, he was already 
bad rank at 13. Yeah. How many people were in the school? Uh, I'd say there's probably like maybe 10 max. So we got like a good, like you got to learn a bunch, kind of, not by yourself, but like there wasn't too many, you know, like you got two, they go, he goes, teaches other guys for an hour and, you know, it comes back to you. Right, you know? right. Yeah, because I've been to a few schools where I feel like there's too many people there that you don't yeah. get so much out of it. I mean, you only got so many fighting bulls in a day, you know, so. is Was it, did y'all just freestyle? Uh, no, it was actually really good what they did at that one. We freestyled a few. We only had two Mexicans down there that Webster and Frank brought, and then there was a whole bull riding school with it. Um, I don't remember who it was, but the last day of that school, they had a bull riding for us, and we – like all the students got to fight it, which was pretty dang cool. Like they, fans came in, and I'd say for a bunch of us, that was our first bull riding day, you know, dang. ever fought. So it was it was a pretty cool concept right there that you don't see much anymore, you know. What was Frank's take, or probably still is Frank's take on like, you know, how guys should look at freestyle compared to yeah. cowboy protection? I think, uh, well, I. I don't know about Frank's, but I'd say probably all of ours is, I think you have to be able to freestyle uh, anything before you can really protect the rider to, I guess, your best ability. Because, yeah. I mean, if you can't take control of the bull and kind of take him where you want him to, I feel like you're not really going to be able to protect the rider that, as good as you possibly could. Right. If he gets knocked out, you, you and your partner need to go out there and keep his attention yeah. For, I don't know, two minutes, three minutes, however long you have to, you know, till they can either drag him out or get somebody to him. So I think it's more important to know how to freestyle them. Uh, and you don't have to be like all fancy at it or anything, but you just need to know how to take control of the situation and be able to keep them under control, like with your power and your partner and stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 That's what it seems like. You know, they're, most of them old school guys, like, that's that's kind of the, not only the old school guys, but just a lot of the guys that get really big gigs. Yeah. You know, and I understand there, there'll come a certain point where maybe yourself, um, guys like uh, Webb, Tuck, you know, Harp, yeah. they'll get, you guys will get these big rodeos lined up and it may not be the best business move to also fill in every weekend with a freestyle. Oh yeah. You know, mm. because it's like you, while you do have those opportunities for, for money, you've also got some of these bigger rodeos yeah. in the country mm. that, you know, are going to be your main payday. And so there's a strategy I think to it. Once you, once it becomes like a yeah. a profession for you, but that's a little different than just simply refusing to make a round with a bull. Oh, for sure. I think there comes a point in everybody's career that uh, you got to kind of decide, not saying you're not going to fight any bulls, but like you're going to go do rodeos and protect the guys now. And, yeah, uh, you know, I got all these big rodeos. I don't need to be risking it for – 1500 2000 bucks on a freestyle you know that i could get hurt and miss six months of big exactly. good rodeos yeah i think once you get your name out there and people know like hey he's a ranked freestyler he'll be able to protect the riders good i think you can kind of pull the reins back on the old freestyling and 
Let but the new young up and coming kids, you know. Right. There's a but there's a different mindset that I think, you know, like a a guy might need to be careful oh, of, sure. you know, like yeah. why are you really Let's do know, this as a business and not right. like a competitor, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It there's definitely some strategy when it comes <laughs> to it. Like it's crazy the bullfighting world, like it, it's just so different for for bullfighters and pickup men, really, guys that are trying to make a living with rodeo that aren't competing, you yeah. know, there's so, sometimes maybe there are politics. Oh, so, for sure. I think so, you know. And and then sometimes it, it might just be being in the right place at the right time. Uh, totally agree with that, too. I think it's also kind of like who you run with. Also, yep. you know, uh, I think you your performance uh shows like who you run with if you got people building you up all the time uh making you be the best you can be i think that helps and other than people just like we got by you know we got we got through the perf and it was all fine but you get somebody like harp or webb out there that's hey let's go fight tear all their heads off and exactly. fight to be the best we can out there and put on a show i think that helps uh tremendously you know yeah, I remember um I can't remember which NFR it was. It might have been maybe like four, 14 or 15. Is that when Chuck went? Yeah, pretty pretty close there. Chuck uh Harp Webb or Chuck, Chuck Webb and Tuck. Yeah. And um I remember I was watching. I can't remember if it was in a casino or or where, but like I, I you could hear the audio from the bull ride, but yeah. it wasn't. And um, they, uh, somebody from the back of the shoots, like maybe it was a shoot boss, maybe it was a stock contractor, but told them to ease up, <laughs> <laughs> like on on these bulls, because every single one, oh, yeah. every bull, they yeah. were tearing their head off. That's right. And I freaking loved it. Oh yeah, well, you like love that. I know, like watching at home, like now, like. Sure, I'll be able to hear like if we're fighting one or like someone's yelling or the, yeah. the announcer, you know, and yeah. they don't be able to see it and stuff, and it's awesome. I love like that's what I and don't it, remember what what I was taught. We were in the Brandon pen. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I brought that up, yeah. and we were we were flanking calves, and uh, I had a couple guys in there never even <laughs> seen this done, and I was just like kind of taught them, and then they'll be kind of hesitant you know to go in there because they don't really know and, yeah and but there were a couple of them they they should have had it figured out enough to go in there and this old man went in there instead the guy that owned the ranch and and uh, i told him i was like guys if you're going to get in trouble you need to get in trouble for being too aggressive yeah rather than the opposite oh for sure the last thing you want to do is get in trouble for standing around yeah, yeah. or turning the fence into a ladder <laughs> You know, <laughs> as a bullfighter, exactly. You know, like yeah. you need to get in trouble for, <laughs> uh, you know, and and stock contractors are usually pretty cool about that. But every now and then, maybe they got this seventy five thousand bull, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, let's just yeah, let's you just know, let them out." Which I understand. Usually, if they buck pretty good, we don't fight them too bad. But you know, like they're just average. You know, they feel exactly. like they're free game. <laughs> yes. I mean, if you don't want them fought, don't bring them to town. I guess exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. I yeah. heard. Shorty said that once. I was like, man, I think I got out there a little too far during the ride. And he said, bring them to town broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring them to town broke. Yeah. <laughs> but there's there's a certain level of guy as far as bullfighters. Like, 
Shorty can say that. You guys can say that. There's certain guys that can't tell the subcontractor, <laughs> bring them to oh, town, yeah. bro. Yeah. But, um, no, that's, I, I think that's, I love that attitude, not just For in sure. rodeo, but in life, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the, the guys that have it, you know, just the aggression yeah. of, of, uh, and don't get me wrong, I think there's some bullfighters out there that, like, will dang sure step in the gap. Oh, yeah. That don't enter freestyles. Oh, for sure. There's 100%. Some good protection bullfighters that maybe never even did. A hundred percent. They're yeah, there. They, they got it down. And, and they'll they'll take a hooking. <laughs> oh, for, for sure. I just think as a rule of thumb, if you're going to talk to a new guy coming up, it's a good rule of thumb. Like, listen, you need to be aggressive. <laughs> you need to learn how to handle bulls. Yeah. Freestyle is a great way to, to go to a to, school. Go like, to a school. Get the right fundamentals and then hit hard yes yeah so what happened for you after the school <laughs> oh <laughs> kind of crazy but uh i went back home like you know i didn't come from no rodeo like it's i went on thanksgiving it's next spring yeah <clears throat> i guess word got around town i went to bullfighting school right and <laughs> <laughs> every pin yeah <laughs> So, like I didn't do nothing all winter. It's kind of cold in Arkansas in the winter and stuff. So and I played basketball. So uh, my buddy came walking through the mall one day. He's like, "Hey," uh, and we're not friends at this point. Like we high school rodeo together, but we just lived in town together. You know? Hey, I uh, heard you went to bullfighting school. I was like, "Uh, yeah." Who'd you hear that from? Like, how do you know and stuff? He's like, "Well, uh, I've been fighting bulls too, and uh, there's a practice pen this week." I'm like, "All right." Well, uh, you care if I go with you? Because I ain't done it since uh, Thanksgiving. He's like, yeah, man, uh, come on. We'll go over there and we'll fight some bulls. And, dude, like, he turned into one of my best friends and got this, Dang. got us this hillbilly every Saturday night gig. Oh, man, you know, the like, perfect starter. Oh, for sure. Every week we're there, you know, not making nothing. And uh, without him, I don't think I would have took off the way I did. I mean, there's... 15 or 20 bulls every Saturday, yep. and uh, we ended up going to the IFR sale together and all, all those bull sales back in the day. Like, kind of, we were definitely known in North Arkansas yeah. as a pretty jam up team, you know. So, that's awesome. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Jonathan Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, I was at Music Fest, and uh, there's a Texas music, Texas country uh, singer songwriter, Jason Eady. Yeah. And, uh, he sings uh, like "Cry Pretty" and some other really good songs, but uh, he was telling a story about playing in the stockyards. Yeah, and I want to say maybe I'm gonna get the bars mixed up, but he was like playing at like Wild Elephant or something like every yeah. Tuesday or something, <laughs> and uh, there'd be like eight people there. Yeah, and maybe the bartender, the maybe this the bartender either there or at like the Longhorn down the street was like, hey, man, you should come down here to Longhorn and play oh, with nice. me on Wednesdays. And he said for two years they played, he would play Tuesdays at this at maybe nice. at one of those bars and Wednesdays with that bartender. Yeah. At, and, and every Wednesday he said, he said, in his words, there was never over 20 people. <laughs> never. In nice. two full years. And that that bartender uh, wound up being Cody Jinks. Oh dang, <laughs> nice! But that so I got to we got to I mean yeah. it was music fest. We're hanging out. We got to go 
in the um, with some of these guys. Um, like afterwards, Shane Smith is there. Uh, Cleto with uh, Flatland, Flatland, oh, nice. Courtney Patton, like all these Texas country, like really cool guys, and they're all talking about this music scene. And it hit me for the first time just how similar it was to rodeo. That's exactly what we did. Like we went every Saturday um, that whole year, and then uh, these guys hired us for all of the Arkansas high school rodeos, and then. This other guy started his Wednesday night rodeo uh, every Wednesday at right there by our house. So, like, we would lived in town. We'd drive an hour on Wednesday, and we'd either go home or we would stay up there with those guys on Thursday and then go somewhere Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Always me and him together, you know, and that's exactly how we yeah. did it. Three days a week, we were going somewhere fighting bulls. and He actually told a story about it. Arkansas, he because he was talking about playing shows with nobody there. Yeah, and he was talking. His wife's name is Courtney Patton. She also sings, and they were talking about like some of these young artists that are like nineteen that are like <laughs> talking about hard times. It's yeah. like, man, we played shows like this for ten years before <laughs> anybody bought our album. Yeah. But he was talking about Little Rock, and he drove all the way out to Little Rock. He was like, man, if we could just have like two people show up, <laughs> and he stops yeah. at this gas station outside of Little Rock, and He's about to go into town and play, and and this couple is there at this gas station. They're like, "Oh my gosh, Jason Eady! <laughs> like we're going to watch you play." Yeah, and he was like, "Oh man, this is going to be a good show. Like we didn't drive out here for nothing. <laughs> Got yeah. there to play the show, and they were the only two people at the show, <laughs> the only ones." Nice. And uh, I was like, "This is just like rodeo. Some of these little." podunk towns yeah you know saint joe texas you know that <laughs> i mean and that's the heart of rodeo i'm not throwing rocks at it i'm yeah. not i'm not throwing rocks at rockdale and clifton and <laughs> you know some of these little rodeos clifton was awesome uh Cossie. <laughs> for me i'm picturing Cossie. it's this little town in east texas like 14 yeah, people by where sierra's uh yeah, sister yeah, yeah. and them live yeah there's maybe like 27 <laughs> people there at the rodeo 20 of them are on the committee you know definitely um but like that's the heartbeat of rodeo, oh, for and sure. I freaking love Small it. Town. I love it. You know, like um, half the the half the day sheet are like locals. Oh, for you know sure. What I mean, Queen so, as a local, you bet. Yes, yeah. This we got a, we got a local cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Brazil could be there, but this crowd is gonna get crazy for the local. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Last night, this guy local came and he was settling. He was, he was getting on a ranch bronc, and I was. Saddling my horse, and um, he's like, "Yeah, I ain't been on one in about twelve years." <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, and then um, I see him reach over and grab something. I didn't notice what he grabbed, but Cole told me later he he grabbed a gate rope to use as a bronc crane. <laughs> and he then he goes, he says, "Yeah, I gotta use this. I can't." He points at me. He's like, "I can't be like these famous rich dudes." And talking about like I have a because I have a bronc crane. I'm a famous rich rich dude. You got it made, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> he made it. Oh, we can. I mean, you get it some hay string. We can braid you one in about twenty minutes. Yeah, it's like, hay string, buddy. <laughs> the gate rope has probably cost more than the, yeah. than a broncorane. Well, I think he broke his ankle. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah. that's that's the best thing that could have happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, they carry him out and it's got his hands yeah. raised. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then your announcer, who is rolling his eyes, is just like playing it up. Like, yeah. give it up for this. All he's going to take with him is what you send out the door. Give right. it up for he raises his old hand up, gives him a thumbs up, and he's out of here. Oh, my gosh. I freaking love it. There was a, a rodeo a couple of weeks ago. I was like, Cullen, you have got to cripple this man's bull. Like, I was just like, we cannot let this go. Probably Cull one of those big red ones. It was one of Cullen's rankest bulls, and this <laughs> oh, dude yeah. was not young. I got there an hour before. He's got shaps on. 50 years old. He's got shaps on. More than that. <laughs> Add 10. Oh, Add man. Add 10 and then some. Like, shaps on, vest, zipped up. Hour before the rodeo. Got Who runs one, last event? Got one of Cullen's. 2,500 pounders. This bull sent him to that wall. Best thing that could have <laughs> happened. Like, it was like, yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking him. I may go through the same thing. Was it a pro rodeo? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why he couldn't, you know. Oh, man. I, I'm not knocking the guy. I was just literally, you know, like, we've all been around bull riding. This is a dangerous event. You know? Oh, yeah. And, But I, I have been wrong before. Like I was like we were in Conroe and I see this guy and I'm like, Man, this dude, this poor young man is gonna get hurt. And I felt bad for him. You know, like I was like Yeah. Like my heart is like kind of warm for this guy. I'm talking to him. I'm not bullying him. I'm not being but I'm <laughs> like, this guy's gonna get hurt. And um and I'm just being nice. I didn't say anything. The stock contractor didn't say like I help him on his bull. And this dude thumps this bull so loud. Oh yeah. Pulls a foot up in the air. <laughs> And I mean, thumps this bull. And he was just, just didn't have all the, I just misjudged this book by its cover. And um, so I, I'm very careful not to do that. I remember yeah. that because that was a long time ago. I was in Conroe, Texas at a champ, at, you know, that indoor pin champion rodeo. And um, <laughs> anyway, I try, I really try not to do that. But with that old man, I was like, this, it's not good. Yeah. Anyway, or if, you, or if they're back there just pounding beers and they're, over 45 you're like oh gosh dang yeah if you got to drink that many beers to yeah, get on like, exactly yeah um so how did it go cracking back out i mean like your first it's good i get my foot feels pretty good I, well I, I meant like you said you hadn't you didn't get you didn't fight anything you went to school oh yeah, like yeah months later uh like i i guess i just did what i learned you know and yeah. it felt awesome and he kind of knew a little bit more than me so he he got to help me some you know oh, okay and, and uh talking about freestyling and not you know yeah he was not into freestyling really but he was fantastic at cowboy protection yeah. so like he could save the rider and i could pull the bull all the way off and freestyle him for however long i needed to and like he'd come help me and stuff you know but i think that made us a great team and we man we went wednesday friday saturday you know people in yeah. north arkansas are starting to talk about me and him being together and stuff you know and how pretty we're good you know and we uh went to the ifr cell and that's where uh -huh. that like this is probably 2011 yeah we went back to the ifr cell and webb and frank seen me there and like we're i'm tearing the heads off of everything you know just freestyling the crap out of all those bucking bulls uh and that's when i got invited to go to ada in spring of 2012 when Dang. they saw me there it's like they came and found me and it's like Dang man, like you have like put the work in, and you have like took cool. everything we taught you, and that's it cool. was awesome. Like I didn't talk to those guys from 07 to eleven, 
Webb, Frank, nobody. So Webb was like 20-ish at the time by then? No, no, no. no. He would have been like 17, 18. Yeah. 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 He was probably working the IFR. That's why he was there. But then Frank called and was like, hey, Webb saw you at the IFR sale. You want to come to Ada in the spring? Which was the best thing ever. If you don't know any Rock and D Bulls, that's the way you should go there for sure. (laughs) Um, But, man, after that, it kind of, you know, like, I got in with the kind of the, I guess, the Lions, Webb, and Harp, and Chuck, yeah. and Tuck, and all them, like, right then. There were a few years, like, I mean, all that you guys was, were just, That was like, our group of, like, dominating the freestyle there was a rodeo world. in the area, yeah. you guys had it. Yeah, and we were dumb. Like, if there the was a freestyle game, we were all there. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Whenever you, the way you were teeing it up, I just, I felt like you were going to talk about, like, coming off a winner. And uh, Donnie got to experience that for his first time. Like, you really got to where you were oh, yeah. riding good in the fall. And then you had to, like, go through. I thought you just sat around for – well, I didn't think – I should have known better. But, you know, I, that's what happened. I sat around for November and December. And come the new year, you try to get on and kind of get your ass handed <laughs> to you well, a couple oh, times, yeah. you know. And, and January around here – is not typically warm. No. Yeah. We don't exactly. just get to buck every day. Yeah. You know, so it's more like three or four months. Yeah. But dang, it's hard to. Oh, it's hard to set out. Back yeah. Up. Oh, yeah. That's why I like a lot of guys try to go to, I want to like January 8, 9, 10 ish kind of areas, Odessa. Yeah. A lot, everybody's trying to enter Odessa. Go trying to just get her started. Get the rust up. off. Yeah. yeah. Go to Denver, go to Fort mm-hmm. Worth. We would fly down to Homestead, Florida in January. That was like really the, like that was, it'd be warm. Yeah. You'd go to Homestead and there's one or two others maybe. Yeah. I go to Florida in February, go to Kissimmee and like Fort Pierce. Yep. And then uh, they they stay for Arcadia and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Florida is where to go in February for sure. Right. January. Man, I want the, like the few times I've been to Homestead in January, it's like, it feels like April. <laughs> yeah, you for know? sure. But um, <clears throat> so what happened? At, what happened next? When when you when you fight your first pro rodeo? Um, well, I uh, won. Uh, so in tw- twenty twelve. Yeah, and I got my permit. Like I like busted it to get my permit. Went to the buck and stock sale in twelve also. Uh huh. Because that's when they just let like that's back when it was like they took like twelve of us. We were on teams, and it was two or three days, you know, just kind of yeah. like the Fort Worth bull sale and stuff. I got to go out there the same year, and I, uh, me and Logan Blaisdell won it. Yep. And <laughs> I just kind of snuck my way into the convention yeah. uh, that year and uh, moseyed around. And I worked my first pro rodeo at Glen Rose, Texas in 2013 just because yeah. I was sitting in – Speaking of Harp, like, I was sitting in Chuck and Harp's booth, and, like, if Chuck and Harp was booked up, they'd be like, hey, M, you want to go here? I'm like, yeah. So, like, I got to go to, like, we went from Glen Rose, Texas to Saginaw, Michigan two weeks in a row just by hanging out with the right crowd. And yeah. I, I think that's what blasted off my pro rodeo bullfighting, honestly. Yeah. Just to kind of having the right friends to say, like, hey, we're booked <laughs> up. Why don't you go to Glen Rose and then? Took me to some PBRs and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, those. There's like 
there's some big committees walking around that yeah. that that uh convention. So what he's talking about is during the NFR, um the first couple of days, like the the NFR always starts on the first Thursday of December every year. Yep. And um so that Monday, Tuesday, is it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday? You set up Monday, maybe. Yeah. You set up Monday afternoon, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, half a day Thursday if you want to go. The, it's like the, the the contract personnel. It's like a big convention. job fair. Yeah. You know, so kinda. so bullfighters, pickup men, announcers, rodeo clowns, everybody'll set up a booth. Yep. If you'd like to. And then committees will pretty much walk up and down these aisles kind of shopping for pretty much, yeah. Bullfighters to hire, um, clowns and just whoever they need that year. So you'll have some committees that and the committees, they look forward to the NFR, you know, like some of these big ones, you know, Cheyenne, Salinas. Oh yeah, they'll all you know, be coming through there, you know, they'll, they'll all be together and matching shirts. Pretty cool. And yeah. uh and yeah, it's neat. And it's 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 kind of tense in there, you know. You know, definitely, like, you definitely. Uh, if you want to keep fighting bulls, you're going to be in there. Because right. if not, I mean, they're not going to know you're out there. You know, right? I mean, you might not do as much business as you want in there, but you got to be seen, and you got to yep. like be seen by all the committees that are there. Just like, hey, if they go downstairs and start talking, like, hey, we remember seeing this guy's name or something, you know? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people don't go out there and do it, and I don't. I don't actually think it's important maybe their first year, but, like, once you're in, like, if you can go out there your first year and just get your buddies to help you get in and just see how it all works out and see what you need. And yep. that next year, you better have you a booth and better be getting seen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, <clears throat> um, it's an interesting it's very vibe in there. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's not cutthroat. You know, like, guys are, you know, there is, like, a certain mannerism that a lot of guys respect and, yeah. and hope that other well, that other per contract personnel have. But for the most part, it's pretty, like you said, you know, if these guys are booked, they'll refer this person. Yeah. Um, but there's all kinds of jobs walking around too. You know, you <laughs> got like, you got like some like summer series. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, this is going to pay 200 bucks a, a perf, yeah. you know, and then you got Woodward, that is going to pay better than that. Oh, and yeah. they're walking around. And so like you got young guys willing to go to the summer series. And then you got the, the guys that are going a little more, um, mm -hmm. experience under the belt and they're hoping for the bigger rodeos, yeah. you know, but anyhow, so you played that game. Oh um, yeah. And obviously still have your pro card. Still rocking it. How many perfs a year you think you fight? Well, Let's not count this year. So I right coming uh, off an injury, <laughs> uh, I'd say close to a hundred. Actually, yeah, it's uh, been awesome career and uh, it's filled up like great. You know, over the years, and they got to put some runs together. And uh, I'd say close to a hundred perfs every season. You know, so yeah, it's been good. What uh um, tell us about your finger. Finger. I remember that. That's because I'm a real cowboy, Dale. Yeah, you got to be missing a digit. Yeah. Uh, that was like, what, three years ago? Uh, that was 2000, maybe like 15. Yeah, a little longer than three. Yeah, seven. yeah, seven. Uh, I, uh, we're, I used to work on this ranch with a thousand head of mama cows, so yeah. we are pretty cowboy and pretty busy every day, so. None of this light to moderate. That was like heavy stuff. That <laughs> was like every day you want to work, you be there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we had like three calves, 
uh, with pink eye in this one set, and we just took out to roping them, and this girl roped one, and then some other guy. Like, we did the first two small ones, and then this last one, like, I was on it, and, like, I roped the calf, and uh, I had him around the front leg, and he bucked and shot, like, back behind me. Like, I never, I swear on everything, I never tried to dally or anything. We were moving. Like, I didn't chase him a long ways or anything, and when I dropped my rope, I think the coals went over my uh, tip of my hand, and it yanked me down on the cannel and broke my thumb and just ripped, like, the end of my finger off. No saving <laughs> it? No. Yeah. They tried. Like, it, it stayed on there, like, a little bitty piece of skin on the bottom of my hand. So, like, I had it in my hand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, son. I'm like, I got to go. I'm like, what? Like, I, it's weird. Like, I jumped off my horse, ran to the truck. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't care about that horse. I'll get it later. They're like, hey, no, wait, stop, stop. I don't got time to stop. My finger's, like, hanging here. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're trying to find it. I was like, I got it. I don't need a second opinion, nothing. I need to go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we we drove this old first gen to the uh, to the hospital. Dang slitter right. in the door, and we just left it there. There, this lady, I'm like holding it like this, and my boss is like, "Dude, don't get sick. If you get sick, I'm gonna pass out, and then we're gonna wreck." And I've never thrown up before. <laughs> he's like, he's an older guy, probably fifty something. He's like, I've never thrown up my whole life because right before I throw up, I'm gonna pass out. And we're gonna wreck this truck. <laughs> Some of them just hold my hand like this, and we get to the hospital. And we're like, hey, uh, he cut his finger off. She's like, all right, we'll have a seat, uh, and we'll get to you. I'm like, look at my hand. She's like, go on back. You don't have to. Dude. You don't have to wait. Yeah, nothing. what the heck? I was like, <laughs> Do you think I, I was mean? Like, but... I ain't sitting down unless it's back there, you know. And uh, you drip if you drops of blood on the waiting room floor they'll let you ride on back dude and then I they came back there they're like y'all y'all two wouldn't happen to be driving that dodge that's parked right in the door would you I'm like why you think it's us we got cowboy hats on stuff why you think that's our truck and the paint's coming off and everything she's like we're, we're just guessing if it's not y'all's we can keep asking like, no it's ours we'll go moving <laughs> yeah <laughs> We did the other day, uh, it's been a couple of months, Carlos broke his leg, and I mean, like, boot on, pants on, you can see this sucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, it's, 45 degrees. it's yeah. going the other direction. Yeah. And we go into this emergency room, and she does the same thing, and I'm like, we got a man here, he's got a broke leg, and she's like, all right, fill this out, and yeah. I was like, well, and she's like, fill this out, for, and like, cut me <laughs> off, and man, like, I was so mad, Oh yeah. joker. I don't know what it is about those receptionist nurses. I don't either, man. Like, I understand it's an it's an ER, so all they deal with problems. Yeah. But on the other hand, if somebody comes in there, they got a pretty bad problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. bad for you, but also they don't want to be in there either. You know, like. Yeah. Anyhow, those ERs are. That that year, I've <clears throat> cut my finger off. I uh, had my first hometown rodeo at Jonesboro. I was like, I ain't missing this sucker for nothing, dude. And I had like a yoga mat boxing glove on my hand. And I was like, hey, Matt Baldwin, you don't know it yet, but you're doing most of the work this week, but I ain't going to miss this rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> Being my hometowner, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that helped me out a little Matt's bit. That's pretty dang handy, though. Oh, yeah, he had it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even I could just stand over on the side. He had it covered. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's pretty handy. Yeah. Um, what are some of the stock contractors 
Did did you get it? Did you did you ever jump in with a stock contractor? Or was it mostly just uh, committees? No, yeah, I uh, I worked for Frontier, like that Glen Rose That's one was, right. was Frontier. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I still work for them quite a bit. And then, uh, man, I'd say mostly con stock contractors to begin with. I uh, Mark Johnson, like Universal, he was from Jonesboro, and like when I was a little kid, man, my dad uh we provided rope and calves for their their rodeo company so like That's i called cool. him i was like hey i started fighting bulls if he just he might have just got his pro card when i did he was like yeah you can go to clarksville tennessee farmington missouri jonesboro four city and i still lived in arkansas then i was like dude that is perfect yeah that's awesome yeah and i got in with them and then got a couple for sammy and, yeah doesn't uh, he have some over in arkansas mm-hmm, yeah hope did you fight Hope? No, I did El Paso, like El Conway Paso. and stuff. Yeah. 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 So uh, I think the committees came a little later in my career, you know, Man. once you've been around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually not yeah. the first row. Working like Sammy and James. Uh, I think Sammy is very uh, – I don't think Sammy gets enough credit for what he's got, you know. Oh, man. Oh, son. Everyone talks about Those his bull, bulls. But his horses he's, are he's got just as good. Horses too. Yeah. But uh, – yeah, I remember one time I was – They, it's pretty – the way they do it is good, you know, but, like, instead of – I don't know if, you know, when you were with them, but, like, it's like uh, James will flank everything on one side and Sammy flanks everything on <laughs> yeah. one side. And sometimes it moves around, like, but when they're bucking bulls, like, you know, that happened a lot. Yeah. And uh, James would be like, go tell Sammy we're going over there next. Go over there and tell. Hey, James said we're coming over here next. And Sammy goes, "You tell him, bull. We're we're go, we're staying over there. We're gonna finish it over there." Yeah. Sammy said that we're gonna finish it over here. No, we are. We absolutely are not. We're coming over there next. Mm. Sammy, James said. Absolutely <laughs> I'm talking yeah. like yeah. I made like five trips back and forth. Yeah. Before I was like, "Can y'all just meet in the?" In hey, the, can y'all just look across the here? Out and, yeah. Can y'all meet in the outgate and like figure this out? Because I feel really uncomfortable <laughs> in the middle of y'all's yeah y'all's family deal. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, it was. But James, they're both those both those guys are my boys. Oh yeah, good as gold, both of them, man. They're awesome. But I would say probably my favorite place was Mesquite. Oh yeah, like with I, with who with like, Stace. Yeah, but like. I mean, middle of the summer, <laughs> freaking. And when they turn the AC on in that some buck, it's it's not just like kind of nice. Yeah, it is like seventy two, and you're. I mean, it's hot outside, but it feels good in that. <laughs> and usually it'd be like eight bulls. Oh yeah, you know, like, not many. Like we went up there uh, maybe the last few years just to go say we did mesquite one yeah. time. You know, like I was like. Uh, Cody Kidd was like, oh, it's only one day. I was like, oh, that's all right. I want to go one time. And then, like, Sierra was like, man, that was pretty easy, huh? I was like, yeah, yeah. it was pretty easy. But then I showed her all the old videos from, like, Mesquite back in the day. Yeah. You know? yeah, I was like, yeah, but it used to be like this. Right. Yeah, but and, it, and for the longest, it was two nights. Yeah. You know, and so mm -hmm. we would all, we would all, like, I did everything with that crew. Like, that was, but we, it was always Mesquite. We'd go to the Eight Second Club, and we'd all stay somewhere. They got a little bunkhouse in there. Oh yeah, we'd all stay in there Friday night, and nice. man, it was, that was that's my maybe my favorite rodeo spot. Yeah, it's probably a little different now, but yeah, I'd say it's a little different than like what you watched on back in 
the 90s and stuff but yeah it's still it's still mesquite and it's still way cool you know like you know what's been in there and stuff yeah yeah it was my first pro rodeo to ride at when gay yeah when the gays had it mm-hmm. but i didn't go very many times when they had it maybe like <laughs> three or four it just it yeah. just didn't work i just yeah. didn't really you know it didn't really register to to make that home but then mm-hmm. like the stace crew for some reason like when i was in college they had there was like a mass exodus out of florida and all these florida cowboys <laughs> for some reason all went, went to school in athens oh yeah and worked for stay smith that was like a rite of passage is like if you want your citizenship in texas you got to work for states and you got to come through athens Texas. Yeah. anyway so like i got like nine really close buddies from florida <laughs> and they all worked for stace yeah and uh so anyhow that's where kind of ended up running around with those guys but um frontier so that's been it's been nine years you've been working for them yeah i'd say so you want to talk about some bucking horses <laughs> yeah dang for sure. as uh, more bucking bulls than you can even keep up with and people, bulls people will be like uh you know you seen any of these bulls i'm like i ain't seen any of these there's a whole new set yeah just stuff everywhere yeah dang crazy Heath, Heath been with them the whole time huh? Mm-hmm. Heath was time. there when i started yeah at glen rose yeah 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 um tell us about your weekend donnie yeah, yeah donnie uh you guys just keep talking <laughs> you don't want to talk about it no. but but we want to hear about it you did you you are starting to kind of who had clifton hat brand hat brand yeah what horse did you get on there it was a colt Oh really? Yeah. Didn't even have a name yet. Yeah. Yeah. Seven O something. Oh uh, yeah. Gotcha. What'd you get on in Rockdale? Uh just an old campaigner, L ninety two. The one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I got to pick him. Cause oh, I was the really? only person to show up. Yeah. It's even better. Yeah. Dang, that's awesome. I figured you know, he that he didn't have, have him at that other one. Mm mm. That's no. cool. Um no, he had three C sixty six L ninety two and some other little app horse that guys like to get on. Four L plus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, but you're starting to get like a little bit of like a preference yep. on these stock contractors. Like those are two good ones. Yep. To be going to. Yep. They're my favorite ones to go to so far. Yeah. Yep. Hat you, brand or yeah, and hat else? brand and uh, Johnny Hole Cadillac. Cadillac yeah, yeah, they do a lot by our house. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Marble Falls, he has that one too. That one's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, third week of June, July. Third week of July. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? They, uh... He was at Burn It the other day, too. Burn It? Burn It. Uh, Stonewall, next weekend. Dude, I he think does th- all those rodeos down there. Yeah. He's not even from down there. <laughs> he's, like, up closer to Fort Worth. Really? I think. I'm almost certain. No I dropped clue. the I've horse never. off at his house once, but I and I, I vaguely remember it being like, because I, I remember I was like, dang, you got a lot of rodeos down there, by like like that North Austin area yeah. for, um, <clears throat> but he does a lot to. He's got good bulls, but he does a lot really too for the like the horse riders to make really? sure that like he 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 really wants the right kind of horses for guys, and that's nice. why guys are like kind of crave like all three of those horses that you just <sighs> mentioned would be great to own. Yeah. You know, and uh, like he he'll go out of his way to find a horse that and and pro stock contractors do it too, but uh, 
Anyhow, <clears throat> you go anywhere this weekend? Yeah, I'm going to Archer City. Oh, nice. Yeah. Right up the road. That's that's Will Cook. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's got it. I, I think. Don't they have – I think they, they share a pro card. Oh, really? Maybe. I want to say they help put – maybe. Anyway, uh, with somebody. But, uh, yeah, Rafter C, I believe, is their brand. But <clears> – <throat> So what uh what tell us about this injury? Oh, this recent one? Yeah. Uh Fort Worth called to take Tuck spot from getting hurt. I was like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And uh then Nate, well, they called me and Nate, and Nate had to go to Rapid City, so I took Nate's spot once he left and uh the old Rock and D fighting bull got me again. Uh <sighs> How many perps did you get to fight? Uh, I was supposed to be there for twelve. I fought five. Um, so you got fighting bull every day, and uh, I was like, "Jace, what's this bull? Oh, biggest thing you ever seen? Big old horns about like this." He's like, "Brand new calf. Just just caught him." I was like, "Oh, no way! It's like seven year old." Yeah, but he was calf, and uh, he ran his big old horn under my baggies and laid me down right in front of him, and the way I. Literally, the way I rolled over my body, folded my foot in half, and uh, tore the tendon on the bottom of my foot, and had to go in there, and like, when I got up to run, I felt the arch of my foot go all the way down to the bottom of my shoe, craziest thing you ever felt. Hurt? uh, It was sore, yeah, but like, like afterwards, surgery, no, no pain at all, it was very weird. Huh. And they had to go in there and like screw the arch of my foot back together and like put this wire in there and then they just let the tendon grow back together for twelve weeks, no weight on it at all, pushing on it. So Dang. <laughs> been a pretty slow process. But I mean, heck, that was That was January. Yeah, so you've you're you're good now. Yeah. It yeah. feels good. Uh I was got Ponca City your first one back? No, I went to Fort Smith, uh before the week before that and uh, sammy has that one too doesn't he mm-hmm. yeah i've been with sammy for two weeks and uh like i got cleared like i wanted i wanted so bad to go to the george paul they cleared me on monday i was like there's no way like i can run uh, i hadn't even walked you know and i didn't get to go there so we took like another month off and went to fort smith and i ran about <laughs> three days before fort smith and was like it's not going to come apart like i can tough it out and it's getting better every day now, so I feel a lot better. Do you, so working for Frontier, it just kind of hit me. Like it's, you know, when you get to uh, Cody's level, you can, um, there's two ways to get hired. We've kind of, I haven't, we haven't really explained it, but like committees put on rodeos. Yeah. And um, hire there's, everybody. There's some, there's some scenarios where the committees will hire everybody, even the bullfighters, the clown, the, uh, you know, most all the time they hire the announcer no matter what. Mm-hmm. But then there's other rodeos where the stock contractor will supply the bullfighters and maybe even the clown. Pick, pick but, up man. Yeah, yeah but, I'd say so. All yes. of it, yeah. But um, anyhow, so um, <clears throat> when you get to this level, you're kind of like sometimes these committees will hire you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you take a job with a stock contractor, it might mean that you've got like more jobs lined up. Yeah, um, like all of their rodeos, kind of. Right. Yeah. It's kind of just two different ways to get paid. Mm-hmm. Typically, when you work for the stock contractor, it's for a little less money, <laughs> and you have to do more work. A little more work, yeah. A little more work. Exactly. So, 
uh, a lot more work actually. And if you have your CDL, don't tell them. If you can shoe <laughs> horses, not. if no. you can shoe horses, don't tell them. Uh, you'll be doing it all as the bullfighter. <laughs> but what I'm curious of is like if you have any committee hires where you've worked for like Frontier. Uh, no, but committee hire was Punk City, and it was Sammy. Like I worked for Sammy at Fort Smith. Committee hired at. Punk City and Sammy yep. was there. Bingo. Yeah. So did you change? <laughs> did yeah. you? It's like, all right, sorry, Sammy. You have to find somebody else hey. to feed this week. Yeah. He, uh, Sammy, don't make you feed. Like, I guess at Fort Smith, he doesn't make his feed at all. Right. Like, but uh, the committee kind of maybe picks us there. Yeah. And he calls us and is like, hey, you want to go back to Fort Smith? I'm like, this is our whole conversation when Sammy calls. Hey, you just see, wanting to see if you want to go back to Fort Smith? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to go back. All right, just checking. Boom, gone. Yep, Hung up on that's me. End of that's the phone it. Call. That's all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. That's hilarious. That I'm did. like, all right, Sam, hope you're doing good. See you later. And he's already hung up. So Yeah. <laughs> just, you're just going through the motions <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah. But now, uh, I would say that like contractors and then committees, definitely a lot less work going on for the yeah. committees. Yeah. Yeah. You do have to typically they they rein you in at doing a little PR work. Whatnot, yeah. But. Oh yeah, a little radio, little uh, outing or some autograph session yeah. in town. Parades, or whatnot. But, yeah, yeah. But I like to help like anyways. Like once the rodeo starts, so like I t always tie in the horses and stuff. So like it's not like I'm just gonna sit over there and wait for the bull yeah. riding. So yeah, James is usually pretty good at giving bullfighters a hard time though. <laughs> He's, yeah he's not one to like like if anyway at least he was me Golly. they gave us a hard time one day at fort smith like we fought the fighting bull and we got a pretty good sale on it and uh i guess evan been messing with sammy all dang day and we looked up we're like yeah that was a perfect sale like we looked up and sammy's literally laughing at us and shaking his head no and holding the gate shut <laughs> like, like, Sammy never holds the gate shut. He's like, if y'all get a sale, you sell it whenever you want. I will let him out. We're like, yeah, we just sold it, didn't get run over nothing. He's like, mm -mm, not today. He's laughing at us. He's like, get on that barrel, big boy, to Evan, and we had to get another jump off the barrel. And then he he instantly came up to us afterwards. He's like, I did that on purpose. You been messing with me all day. I held that gate on purpose just to, just to get back at you. <laughs> I don't remember what bullet was of his, <laughs> what what fighting bullet was of his. That was bad. Guy, he was bad. He was mean, old, smart. That's bad. normal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, right before Denton one year, one of them bucking bulls, he got they got in a fight and killed him. <laughs> I've never celebrated so much. He freaking bought the bull that broke my leg from Evan, <laughs> Emerson Biggins. I'm like, hey, what's this? I was like, I know what this is. Never mind. I don't need to know <laughs> anything mind. else. Yeah. <laughs> He brought him to Fort Smith. Evan's like, you know what the fighting bull is today? I was like, yeah. Bull, you sold Sammy freaking Emerson Biggins, broke my dang leg. Yeah. yeah. James don't like them. No. Sammy will take them everywhere, but James doesn't like messing with them. <laughs> yeah, and Biggins would never, you could never catch him anyway, so I think they finally just got rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> if James goes to one by himself, he's liable to not bring him. Yeah. But anyways <clears throat> so what uh what are the rodeos you got lined up this summer man about to get started good like i'm glad i got like cleared and pretty healthy right now like i'm gonna go to springdale 
um, in two weeks, and then I get to go with Smith to Gunnison, Ogden. Oh, like nice. That one, then they go to Cheyenne, and I come back home. But that's uh, I like to go on the old run with them to those. Those are real fun, and get to hang out during the week and stuff. Is you know? kid shoot bossing again for him? Is he mm-hmm. kind of running? Uh, I know he I th- left for a little bit. I thought he was back. Uh, I'd say he's back. He okay. comes to Ogden all the time. And, yeah, there's probably and, some he can't stay away from. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Gunnison and Ogden, he, he'll be there at those yeah. for sure. You I know? bet the weather's so nice at them, too. Oh, dude, I've it's never awesome. Been to one. If uh Kind of like we talked about Florida in yeah. February, yeah. Colorado, Ogden in July. Once it gets hot, get up in those mountains. Yeah, you're going to miss Marble Falls. <laughs> like, and that, that'll be Gunnison weekend, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, because I always went to Salinas, and then, like, once I kind of slowed down on the freestyle and I had to pick either Gunnison Ogden or go back to Salinas, and finally, after eight years at Salinas, I picked that to go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, it is cool up here. And I was talking to somebody about Texas, and uh, there is a rodeo every weekend in Texas somewhere. Yeah, and there's, I believe it. There's some weekends where there are there's like eleven dozens. or twelve. Oh, yeah. yeah, this weekend. Yeah, yeah just just Amy's. Yeah. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and then and then pro rodeos. You know, this weekend, Coleman, mm-hmm. Gladewater, mm-hmm. Weatherford. Oh yeah, Cleburne, there's, like, there's all kinds of rodeos. Well, like there's a cutoff date, and it's about next weekend for pro rodeos. Amy rodeos they keep going all over Texas, but there's a cutoff date. <clears throat> Uh, somewhere in June, it's like third week in June, and for about two months, the only pro rodeo is Mesquite every weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody goes up north. If you don't go up northwest, you'll be at Mesquite, I guess. Yep. And then yeah. they, there's Belton. They got a Fourth of July rodeo oh, yeah. in Belton, but those are the only pro rodeos there. But Marble Falls, uh, have you got to meet? Um, Medal of Honor, Marine, uh, mm-hmm. Dakota Meyer. Nope. I think he's on the fire department there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nope. And then he just got another medal. He saved somebody's life. As <laughs> oh, a, dang. Yeah, like somebody saved somebody from drowning or something. Like oh. He got, got another medal. Yeah, he lives there in Marble Falls. Oh, nice. No, I haven't met him yet. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, yeah, I think he does the steer saddling at the... <laughs> I bet so. But, yeah, like... Yeah. If you, That's a big deal, actually. Yeah. Steer saddle. Come to find Fall. out. Yeah. Come to find out. Yeah, serious. But if you run into like a random uh, firefighter in Marble Falls, like. I know a couple of firefighters. Not that so. you would talk trash to a firefighter anyway. Yeah. <laughs> be careful because one of them might be like a bad to the bone <laughs> Marine <laughs> who yeah. won the Medal of Honor. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Was awarded. Yeah, received. Earned the Medal of Honor. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're not one, they're earned. So I'm learning. Exactly. I'm learning. I, I am, I am a student. I'm not a practitioner of the, of earning those medals. Um, so you're back in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've reached the current part of your story. What, what, what's the, what's your main advice for, for a young up and comer, like wanting to rodeo Oh, specifically rough stock. Uh, uh, maybe like believe in yourself. Like, don't ever give up. Like, I came from no rough stock anything, and like I went to that school. Frank built me up. I believed that I could do it, and like I took off from there. You know, and they're like bullfighting rough stock. I 
saddle bronc, all of it, I'm sure you're going to get punched in the mouth some mm -hmm. and you're going to have to get back up or you're going to have to roll over and quit, you know, and I'd say don't quit. I mean, the end result, like pro rodeo has been awesome. Uh, it's, you're not going to be able to do it forever. So you might as well take advantage of being young and being able to, uh, do the sport you love and yeah. take all advantage of like the time you have now. Cause I mean, we all know like rodeo it ain't gonna last forever. It's a season in your life. So I'd say uh, don't, don't quit and always get back up when like the sport punches you in the mouth, you know, Absolutely. There's, there's uh sunnier days ahead for sure. Yeah. yeah. It'll, it'll humble you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They don't care what buckle you got on nothing. It, they don't care. Like they stick their head out of there. It's game on and it'll uh, definitely humble you for sure. Jacobs. Crawley, buddy of mine, uh, told me the other day. Uh, I think we were actually talking about Donnie, but he said something the way he <laughs> the way he worded it um, was pretty hit the nail on the head. But he said we were talking about Donnie and you know just like how he's going this summer. You yeah, know, he's just going, and he was like, "Yeah, but you can't skip the struggle." Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And and because uh, there's five interns riding bulls and then donnie's riding bronx and so jordan already pretty much knows how but these other <laughs> these other four are kind of learning yeah and uh a couple of them have some injuries right now it's so only two out of four are actually active but you know you it's telling them like there's a there's a certain amount of struggle to this that oh yeah you can't skip you yeah know? And some of us had to struggle for a long long time <laughs> you may not have to struggle as long but like you know, you, the 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 only common denominator is just not quitting. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but, not uh, not getting down on yourself and stuff too. Like always, believe you can do it. And right. Yeah. And then Keith Mundy with American Hats told me something yeah. else one time. We he he was talking wasn't talking about rodeoing, but I think it applies to that. He said, "You overestimate what you'll do in a year, but you will underestimate what you do in five. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting, like, looking up, like, man, I thought I would have got more done this year. Mm -hmm. But once you get to that five-year mark, you're like, good heavens, I got a lot <laughs> done. Yeah. Yeah, it makes for sure sense in the rodeo world, for sure. You know, you look back and you're like, holy cow, like, look at all the places I've been and yeah. all, like, the people I've been in front of and stuff like that, right. you know. And it's definitely, that definitely makes sense for the rodeo world. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? You got some life advice, Donnie? Got anything for us, Donnie? Oh, uh, just keep going, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's what we just said. Yeah, How do you feel about your bronc riding? You're going. I love it. You know, you spurred Bob Ross the other day. Yeah, I love doing what I do. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I don't. Know, I just love it. Uh, yeah, I don't really feel like I owe anybody else any kind of explanation other than that. You know. <laughs> I mean, that's the perfect spot to be in. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You're loving it and going. That's, like, perfect, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a little video. Uh, Rusty shared it. Do you see that? Uh-uh. Little, little deal. He said, you're right where the younger you wished he could be. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't disappoint him by not at least what i got got from it was like don't disappoint him by by thinking you're not where you're supposed to be you know like you're right where the younger you wanted to be mm -hmm. but yeah you're already living the dream so well thank you mr cody emerson yes, coming sir. on
Rodeo Time Podcast. Check us out. Um, what, well, where, what, what's your, what's your at? Cody uh, dot Emerson, isn't it? Yeah. Cody dot Emerson something. No. Nope. We'll put it on the screen. Look, she says it's not. Oh yeah. It's Cody dot T dot Emerson, huh? Yeah. Instagram. Gotcha. What, before we wrap up, I did have one question. I just remembered, like, what are some of the other things you do throughout the year? Like <laughs> you're rodeoing, <laughs> but you're, you're cowboying a lot too. Yeah. We, uh, we got some cows there in Johnson city, Marble falls, but Man, recently we got into the goat rope and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You were asking me about that. Yeah, it's gonna get you making appearance maybe somewhere. What you you put them on? Yeah, we put them on. Like, no kidding. Yeah, like that's why I said you can come practice at my house. Cause I thought about that yeah. for like a day. <laughs> like I saw online like a goat roping pin, and yeah. I was doing the math. I was like, Oh, I dude, the goats. Yeah, we uh, we got the goats, the pin, the sound, everything, and we put them on. Honestly, it's huge. I'd say our, our radius around Marble Falls. Like, we're going to go Saturday. It starts before Stonewall, like uh -huh. Johnny Hole's Rodeo. I think it's Cadillac. And we start at 11 a.m. We have to be out of there by 4 where the rodeo can go. And we have to cut it off at 400 teams. So, like, it's crazy around there. Dang. And then Johnson City, um, is it Cadillac Rodeo or is it? How many goats you take? Uh, 50 to 70. Yeah. Yeah. So I got like a goat feed lot at my house right now. <laughs> Not Dang. at the moment, but starting Tuesday afternoon we will have because that's when we buy them. So. I, it took me about a day, and I was like, nope, not doing that. <laughs> it's work. Yeah, it's uh, it's work. And then like people know you got the goats, and they all want to lease them. So yeah. like they put their own ropings on, but they don't want to take care of the goats. So it's kind of beneficial me being cowboy, you know? Like I know how to take care of them and stuff. So Right. Uh kind of light to moderate ranch in there and they'll right. go feedlot pin <laughs> the reason why i ask it's just like you know you see a lot of rodeo cowboys that got especially bullfighters you know yeah because they like you got like a lot of different things going on mm -hmm. where side hustles yeah side hustles exactly so i knew you had one oh, but yeah. i didn't know what it was that's why you yeah. know earlier i was like i gotta ask him that because i know he's got something going on oh, yeah. but I, I didn't realize it was goats man it's been awesome like we we were like man like the Johnson City Rodeo always had a goat roping every Thursday before rodeo. 500 teams maxed out every every year. We're like, man. And then those guys were like, we don't want to put it on anymore. I was like, well, we'll put it on. And we got an arena and found it on Facebook. And uh, we did the goats. And then my buddy, he uh, was like, man, I put on goat roping too. But, man, I, I don't need anything but the goats. And I'll lease them from him. Just like a stock contractor at the rodeo, I'd say, for, like, the roping steers. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Boom. We got double dipping on the old goat, goat rope and stuff. So it's been awesome. We've probably been doing it about a year now. So That's cool. Yeah, it's been That's how fun. you – That's that's how you – you got to get creative. got to find a niche. you like, got to get creative. Like, I don't think it would work anywhere but an hour radius around Marble Falls. Like, right. I, well, I thought you were going to say Arkansas – too. I bet there's some goat ropers. Oh, in there is. Like we used to rope goats every Tuesday at one of our buddies' house up there because Tuesday you could rope goats, Wednesday you could go to the rodeo, hang out for a day, and then go fight bulls two more days. It's a whole That's week. Wild. It's a week worth of thing. Yeah, it's amazing that I actually finished college. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, you man. guys check out Cody Emerson on all things social. Check out the goat roping. And uh, we're on to the next one. You got the music? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Hit it. Somewhere. 
It's been a long time since I've done this. Yeah. Here, we got it coming, y'all. Just don't forget on, to Donnie. subscribe, like. There it is. There Go it is. ahead. Yeah. yeah, play that beautiful bean footage.